Welcome to Gene and Mike do the New York Times crossword. Hi, I'm Gene. And I'm Mike. And today we are doing the crossword for Friday, July 29th, 2022. Yep. So, did you do the crossword? I did. And was it a smashing success? It was. I, I enjoyed the puzzle and I did it quite rapidly for me. For a Friday, I got it done in 22 minutes. I did it in almost exactly twice that amount of time, 4307. Uh-huh. Um, I found that most of the crossword was a Wednesday or a Thursday, and then I found a tough Saturday in the northeast corner. Oh. And I, as I was looking at that, I was thinking, you probably won't have any problem there. Mm-hmm. But I had lots of them. Uh-huh. Um, huh. So like 16 across, machete-like knife mm-hmm. was a bolo. Yes. And I was thinking about bolo, and I was like, is that a knife or is it a tie? Well, it's both. That's my problem. <laughs> and and so so I wasn't sure about it. And 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 the problem was then... Because nine across, unpopular worker was scab. That uh-huh. meant it was starting with SB, and nine down was Uno alternative. Uh-huh. And from my vast knowledge of languages, I know that Uno means one. Yes. So I was trying to think of an alternative to one. Oh. <laughs> and my my completely unvast knowledge of uh, Italian restaurants. Uh, led me to forget that Uno is actually like, what, a pizzeria? It's a pizza joint, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And Sabaro is, of course, a uh, one that you I mean, typically see in malls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they sell pizza, too. But, you know, I looked at SB and thought, no, that's not going to work. Uh-huh. And then, and then the one beneath that, uh, 18 across, Mabel Blanc, 1970, or, sorry, I was still in French there, Mabel Blank, uh, 1970 number five hit. So first of all, before, and the answer to w- w- was M-E, A-M-I-E. I would like to protest. Okay, it's 1970, so it's already 52 years, and it's not even the number one hit. It's number five. I mean, could it's they true. make it more obscure? <laughs> um, you know, and anyway, so and, and so I was, Mabel, I was thinking it was Amor, A-M-O-R. That's what I first put, yes. And I was, so I was going back and forth between Amor and Ami and didn't know what to do with it. Uh-huh. And 15 down wraps up. Again, this is all, uh, for those of you paying, uh, f- sort of following along here, this is all in the top left corner, uh, wraps up. I, I thought it was in cases, uh-huh. but I wasn't sure. And um, 21 across employment history, I wanted that to be resume. Me too. And, but then 10, 10 down, daytime TV catchphrase, I had on down. I thought, that has to be come on down. Uh-huh. So it meant it couldn't be resume. Mm-hmm. And I could not, when I was doing this for about 22 minutes, think of the phrase, or think of the word, rather, career uh-huh. as employment history. Yeah. I was like, okay, CV, yeah, I mean, curriculum vita, vitae. <laughs> I, I just I just couldn't get career, oh, even though I had the C, because um, f- uh, 22 down, the first Hebrew prophet to have a biblical book named after him. So right away, I'm on shaky ground. And I was like, is it Amos or is it Enos? 
Well, Enos wasn't a prophet. <laughs> well, but he was in the Bible, right? Yes. Close enough for me. So I was going so I was going back and forth. Could have been Ezra. That's what I first put. Okay. But then I thought, well, he wasn't really a prophet. So Well Well Amos. He's first the minor prophets. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, the Bible. And <laughs> did they have any minor losses to go along with the minor <laughs> the prophets? The major prophets and the minor prophets. Uh-huh. And then you have your just break-even prophets. No. <laughs> um so so I, you know, I, I wasn't sure about the C and I wasn't sure about the A. I certainly didn't see Sabaro coming. And <laughs> finally, somehow I saw the word and oh, and, and also in that corner, xenomorph more familiar familiarly. Uh-huh. And it's like it better be more familiar because I certainly don't know what a xenomorph is. You know, I tried to break it down. Uh-huh. And morph, of course, means structure or shape. And xeno. You know, I was thinking like an xenophobe is one who has a fear of, of, of sort of creature of, of people from other places. Yes. Uh-huh. So or I xenophobia. Right. Uh-huh. So so I put down alien, but I didn't see how that really worked with morph. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, so it, so I just I, know xenophobia means you know you don't like other races or ethnicities or just some people that yes. are different than mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure how xenomorph ends up being alien, uh-huh. but um, well, I, I actually I guess I do understand this. Xeno means you don't like people from outside, so xeno is outside, and morph is their structure, so that's an alien. Uh-huh. You know, someone's got a, an an alien structure to them. Mm-hmm. So I, I eventually got enough. So I, I and suddenly I saw the word career, and it's like ha, gotcha, because mm-hmm. I you know once I had career. Then I, well, and, and beneath career, uh, 25 across, Blank Hall, former Today host with a self-titled daytime talk show. So I was like, I don't know. I had it, I had an O at one point, and I was thinking it was going to be, I was making up names like Tom Tom. <laughs> I'm sure a newscaster would want to be called Tom Tom. Well, I, I don't know. And and so I had, um, I also had, because I didn't know what to do with Alien, I had Tommy O. I thought that would be... <laughs> Tommy O. Hall. Tommy O, yeah. I, I So I, anyways, I was flailing about there. Mm-hmm. Um, did you know Tamron? Yes. Ah, oh, see? Because <laughs> <See what? laughs> I, I, I thought you'd know Tamron, and I also thought you'd know Bolo for the machete-like knife. I didn't right away. Uh-huh. I did you know a me? Mabella me. No, I put a more. Oh, okay. I, I didn't. Uh, the, most of the words in that corner, I did not know right away. Right. Uno, the one with the Uno, nine down. Uh, uno alternative. Yeah. I was thinking of the game Uno, and I thought, oh, well, it'd be war. You know, cause right. That, then I thought, well, no, maybe it'd be rummy. But, you know, I was just, I, I was trying to think of a game that's similar with cards, but... Uh, Turned out they were talking restaurants. So. Well, I couldn't even think of any game that started with the letter S uh-huh. that would fit. You know, I was thinking Stratego, uh-huh. and and then I was thinking Scrabble, uh-huh. um, and then Solitaire. Hard games. No, the, like Uno. Well, Solitaire, but that wouldn't fit either. I mean, no. I couldn't think of anything that would fit. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was really for me just an absolute. I'm like, because I I went through that first part of the crossword really fast, uh-huh. and I got to here, and it's sort of like you know one of those roadrunner things where you're running at full speed, and then bam, you run into the wall, and I was just like dead in the water, and it's like, 
This is this puzzle was by Robin Weintraub, and listeners, you probably know that Robin Weintraub writes really great puzzles. We haven't talked really about any of the interesting clues here. We're just stuck in the northeast corner. <laughs> At least I was. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you weren't. No. Um, you didn't even notice that it was a tough corner. No, not really. See, I, I, <laughs> I don't know how. Anyways, I did have, um, I did have trouble getting started. You know, I, I, it was a long time before I finally got. Uh, an answer that I thought, oh, yeah, I think it might have been Tamron. <laughs> so that was about, you know, the first third of the puzzle I I left blank, but right. it came it came pretty quickly. Wait, you left the first third of the puzzle blank? Mm-hmm. Really? Because I got one across right away. Breakout company in the 1970s. I guessed Atari. I, Atari. Atari, I think it is. A, a, a potato, potato, Atari, Atari. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't follow gaming companies, especially and especially in the nineteen seventies. I didn't. So well, but you not kn- something that was on my mind. Uh huh. So I was going to say you knew Mabel Blanc, but you didn't. Um, right beneath Atari. So we should look at some of the interesting clues in the in the rest of the grid. There were a lot of great clues. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Even even just sort of as a warm up, uh, thirteen across. What often has Fox but not FX, a great clue, uh, was basic cable. Uh-huh. I mean, that was just a terrific clue, you know, because the FOX versus FX. Uh-huh. I thought that was that was terrific. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked what they what she did there in the he. I'm not sure if Robin's it, a man or a woman. I think it's a she. Okay. Well, anyway, um, with seven down, um, it's uh, the the clue was. Where a town in Wyoming was once sold for nine hundred thousand dollars, but then, but then a six crossing that six across it was what seven down is pig Latin for. So immediately I knew it had to be eBay because uh-huh. that's that's how you would say a word in pig Latin, and the word you would be saying would be B. Uh-huh. <laughs> B would be eBay. So I thought that was kind of clever. That's interesting. I went for I I, I thought eBay first. Well, yeah, me too. And but. then my my pig mm-hmm. Latin is rusty, so uh-huh. I I just took um, the crosswords word for it that it would be the word B because I had all the I had all the downs. Uh-huh. Um, thirty six across falafel shop stock. So my first thought was, well, falafel, but uh, it wouldn't fit, and you can't have a answer uh, appear as part of the clue. Uh, the answer was pitas, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was interesting that this, it was a Friday puzzle, but it had a little bit of a theme in that it, it included a number of, of answers that were common phrases that you say at certain times, you know, when that, that many people say at certain times, like, uh, well, the come on down, of course, was the game show one, sure. but, but like 17, it's a comment upon calling back. What do you say when you call somebody back after you've already called them once? You say, it's me again. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Or 26 across. Well, my comments sure sound dumb now. I spoke too soon. Mm. Or um, a remark from one who gets around, which was a round, not around. Uh, and that was drinks are on me. Yes. Uh, and uh, oh, Fif- one other 53, 53 across. Guess? Cry after pulling a prank. April Fools. So. Yeah, I guess uh-huh. so. I, a lot of uh, phrases, and I, I was thinking to myself, yeah, you know, I say, I say those things in those situations. So I'm like, I guess I'm like everybody else. It's a, it's a <laughs> pretty, pretty common. 
It's a pretty subtle theme, though. But mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I see your point. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I thought the the phrasing of forty one across remark from one who gets a, who gets around. So it's a and then round is two separate words, mm-hmm. which totally changes it. The meaning from remark from one who gets around uh-huh. as one word. Right. But the a and the round were on two different lines mm-hmm. in the in the at least as it was formatted in the uh, on the website, and so that really was a was I, I'm sure that was a fortuitous point to break the word mm-hmm. but it was little made it even a little harder to uh sort of uh triangulate there mm-hmm. um i thought 48 across sound of an unsuccessful attempt at stone skimming plop oh yeah uh-huh. was was good uh-huh well 56 across too i liked liquid weapon or a solid one and it was mate yes yeah that was a good clue yeah Mm-hmm. Robin always has got a really good, um, good, great clues. Mm-hmm. They make you think. Mm-hmm. I mean, even just like forty down, bun holder was net. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or uh, fifty four down. It's written as a vertical line bisecting a circle. I'm like, okay, circle line going through. Oh, that's the letter phi. Mm-hmm. So. And one one other that really deserves mention. It looks thirty one a uh, thirty nine across. It looks better with curls, bicep. Yeah, uh-huh. very nice. Yeah. Uh-huh. And did we mention thirty across area around the mouth delta? No. But okay. Yeah, that was a good one. Too. Yeah, just just filled with great cluing. Uh huh. Good job. Yep, for including a Thursday to Friday crossword as well as a Saturday to some day that's even harder than Saturday crossword for me. So, all right. Well, um, it is Friday, which means it's time for Fun Fact Friday. And yesterday we had a reference to um, a chimpanzee who flew into space. And, the and first chimpanzee. The first chimpanzee. And the answer was Enos. Mm-hmm. So I thought we'd talk a little bit about that. Uh, Enos uh, died November 4th, 1962, was the second chimpanzee launched into space by NASA. He was the first and only chimpanzee and third hominid after cosmonauts Yuri Gagarin and German Titov to achieve Earth orbit. Uh, Enos's flight occurred on November 29, 1961. Enos was brought from the Miami Rare Bird Farm, which is highly suspicious, on April 3, 1960. He completed more than 1,250 training hours at the University of Kentucky and Holloman Air Force Base. Training was more intense for him than his predecessor, Ham, who had become the first great ape in space in January 1961, because Enos was exposed to weightlessness and higher Gs for longer periods of time. His training included psychomotor instruction and aircraft flights. Mm -hmm. Enos was selected for Project Mercury flight only three days before launch. Two months prior, NASA launched Mercury Atlas IV on September 13, 1961, to conduct an identical mission with a crewman simulator on board. Enos flew into space aboard Mercury Atlas V on November 29, 1961. He completed his first orbit in one hour and 28.5 minutes. Enos was scheduled to complete three orbits. The mission was aborted after two to, uh, due to two issues capsule overheating, and a malfunctioning avoidance conditioning test subjecting the primate to 76 electrical shocks. They were, they were like torturing him. They were zapping him. They were cooking him. 
Oh my. Yeah, it doesn't seem very fair to the mm-hmm. first uh, simian uh, astronaut to go uh, orbital. Mm-hmm. Uh, the capsule was, abor- uh, was brought aboard U.S. Storms in the late afternoon, and Enos was immediately taken below deck by his Air Force handlers. Storms arrived in Bermuda the next day. And Enos's flight was a full-dress rehearsal for the next Mercury launch on February 20th, 1962, which would make John Glenn the first American... Well, that's sort of rude. The first American to orbit Earth after astronauts Alan Shepard Jr. and Gus Grissom's successful suborbital space flights. I mean, wasn't Enos an American? Yes. Yeah, it's, uh-huh. I mean... Well, maybe not. Maybe he came... Maybe he was an immigrant or an alien. It could be. <laughs> so, so yes. all right. Well, that's pretty much it. I mean, they, they, he actually died not... Um, Long after, November 4th, 1962, Enos died of dysentery, which was resistant to then-known antibiotics. Hmm. He was constantly observed for two months before his, left, pathologi- but before his death. Pathologists reported no symptoms that could be attributed or related to his previous space flight. Many believe Enos's remains were dissected like those of Ham, who was extensively studied post-mortem at the Armed Forces Institute of Pathology. Ooh. Yeah, I know. What a way to go. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that is the story of Enos. Well, very good. So Ham was in the Bible. Were Ham and Enos sort of related? Because I, I think I remember the name Ham from the well, Bible. Ham, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Okay, but I no Enos. I don't think Enos. Well, Enos was of that, I guess, era. Era? Yeah. Okay. But Shem, Ham, and Japheth, I think those are Noah's sons. Oh, I see. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Enos the, was maybe their grandfather or something. Ah, <laughs> so got it. He was a few generations prior. Okay, well, mm-hmm. thank you for clarifying that. Well, I, I, I'm not an Old Testament scholar. I, I, I bow to your. I su- do remember those names from I, the Bible. I bow to your superior knowledge of biblical <laughs> trivia. All right, well, that is it for today. So thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, just a reminder that tomorrow is Saturday, time for Jam Katwa, the Gene and Mike Crossword of the Week Award. So uh, if you want to predict what we're going to pick, drop us a line, crosswordpodcast at iCloud.com, or just stay tuned and see how close you get. Or just tell us what your favorite one was for the week. Yes, indeedy. Maybe um, it'll influence us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a heads up, next week we're going to be taking the week off. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yep. And uh, so we're going to be we're going to be podcasting uh, today, Saturday, and I think we'll wrap it up on Sunday. Sounds good to me. Yep, and then we'll be back after uh, sort of a week's hiatus. And that is it for today. We'll see all of you again tomorrow. Bye bye.